last so it's the last week of March. March. It is okay. also uh, about to be Easter. Um, I've given up everything for Lent, which you can ask me about in Have a you? minute. And also, I haven't got a PlayStation Five. Let's get that fifteen minutes in. Okay, here we go. Start us off, Carl. It's m- 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 March. It's the last week in March. It's coming out of Lent. It's he's giving up everything. It's, he just told me all this information. I can't remember any of it. It's the podcast of all podcasts. That is very true. You did. You did just sound like <laughs> me repeating all that information to you yeah. about about ten seconds ago. So it's the last week yeah, of March. Correct. It is. It is, and yes, but it's not, is, but it is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's not. And Easter's just around the corner, which means Lent is nearly over. Chocolates. Chocolates. I'll level, <laughs> level with you, though. Lent isn't nearly over. Lent started yesterday, if you look at when we filmed this, and it's killing me, Carl. Do you know what I gave up? Pancakes. Tell you after we roll these titles. <laughs> I'll tell you what I gave up, Carl. I'll tell you what I f***ing gave up. I gave up beer. I gave you up gave chocolate. You gave up finding Playstations. <laughs> we'll get onto that Which in a minute. This is all I want to talk about because we'll I know it minute. pains you. Um, yeah, I've given up beer, chocolate, and crisps. All of those things given up. Why? You're a fool. You um, I've just given up. up. What have you given up? I've given up gigging. Mm-hmm. Given up uh, earning Getting money. Getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Performing songs, yeah, yeah. Equally, I tried difficult to give up things. this podcast for Lent, but you wouldn't fucking let me. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't give up the podcast. Not for it's Lent. the only thing I got going in my life. Um. So yeah, obviously everybody knows we film this um in advance, quite yeah. quite away in advance sometimes. Um. Well, the fact and... that patrons get their inbox full of podcasts on the first Monday of the month. Means that they're yeah obviously <laughs> filmed. Like, it's not live. Yeah, it's not live. not live. No, no, it's not. It's what? Not. what, what, what? <laughs> it's definitely not live. But um, what I'm saying is, by the time this goes out, God, I hope I've got a PlayStation Five. And I know this is boring for people, but you want, you want because the devil hates you. I want to. Sh- I'll, I'll show you. That's that's a bit unfair. No, um, no, it's not. I don't know if I, I can word bring with it the up. devil. Yeah. Phil said to me, not giving Tom, not giving little Tommy Vaughan a PlayStation 5 until November. Is that really what, what he Phil said? said? Yeah, Phil said that to me. Who? Why, why is Phil? Phil the devil. Phil the devil. devil. Yeah. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you this because I mean, this is a visual thing. Um, but you, I want you to describe what you see because this is honestly what I've looked at for weeks this is wherever i am in the house whatever i'm working on this is what i'm looking at so describe what i see for everybody who's listening because it will make sense then (laughs) so this is this is what i see so this is 1650 out of stock 1650 out of stock tesco amazon game bundle smiths game curries amazon tesco game smiths curries what it is game game curries 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 Ah. <laughs> yeah, just like ET. But what it is is it's a la- it's essentially updated every second the livestock of PlayStation Fives in the United Kingdom. That I won't get into the live chat Wait, that exists on this? it. No, not at all. Not oh, at all. Okay. What they do is it says at the bottom if you manage to get in one, stock. 
It doesn't say that <laughs> at all. Honestly, though, oh, I've, try, I've, I've tried so, 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 so hard to get hold of one. Um, and I can't. And we're late starting this podcast today because you text me and you were like, shall we start at six? And I rang you back and I was like, mate, can't. I'd gone down trying to secure station. one. Yeah, thought I'd do click and collect at Argos. Turns out Argos don't have any. Um, I checked two or three stores. Um, and the truth of it is, um, I don't really need one. But I've become so obsessed with wanting one now. And they've been out since November. Can I tell you what I'd love? I'd love nothing more than to get a PlayStation 5. <laughs> You'd be horrible if you got completely sell it to you for the same price that I paid for it. So 449 or 349. Yeah. You could have it for the same price. What, with what's, some the added extras. what's the caveat? What's the caveats? What what are the added extras? Go on. Cuz I'll be honest with you Carl. I, I wouldn't put it past you to buy one and then hold it to ransom. Yeah, and mate, I'll... I would lose 300 quid of my own bank account to overpay for a PS5 to sell it to you for for a 300 pound loss for me, but the th- like yeah. just to get you to do stuff that I wanted you to do. Like what? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe a private gig where all you sing is Baby Shark for an hour. <laughs> Which sounds would, doable. 35 minutes do in. I would do that, yeah. Yeah. Well, would. that wouldn't be the end. Someone did ask for that on one of the um, of lockdown they dates. They did. Idiots. Someone idiots. was there with their kids and they went, will you sing Baby Shark? Their and children said, are idiots. Hmm, I don't know if their children are idiots. <laughs> I'm not sure. Not sure that they are. Their babies are idiots. Get, get gonna, your child on now. Get your child. Put the camera gonna, just on me. I'll look at this. You child are an idiot. Said it. Said it, mate. I'm Excellent. not afraid. I'm not afraid. Not afraid of that child. I'll fight them. I will fight that child. Not afraid of kids. Right? Not afraid of kids. Parents. Yeah. yeah. His dad's <laughs> f- massive. In which case, your Whoa! son is not an idiot. I gotta go. I gotta all the best. God bless him. <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's what's been happening. Lent, giving up everything I love. Um, I say everything I love. I haven't. I'm still having wine and nuts and um, you love the, occasional, the occasional Guinness because that's not really lager, is it? Um, yeah, but giving it up is those lager, that, isn't it? Not, not uh, lager, it's, it's, it's stout. Yeah, it's alcohol. Exactly. Well, I haven't given up alcohol for Lent, have I? Oh, I'm not well, an I idiot. I'm not, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Man, not an on, idiot. Our live, on our live podcast aren't we planning this will already have been but yeah. we haven't done it live yet mm-hmm. aren't we planning something alcoholic yes I haven't given up alcohol I've just given up beer oh. All right. which, means I drink, which means I'll have wine or whiskey <laughs> what a <laughs> thing to do for Lent yeah why have you given up beer and not the others I I'll be honest with you mate I don't even know why I've given up beer uh, I've given you a bit. Do you I don't drink know why... lots of beer? No, not really. But I don't know why. I've, I don't know why I've given up. Isn't um, the idea I of Lent that you give up something like I'm going to give up sweets because I eat lots of sweets and I shouldn't. Yeah, eat sure, sure. But I can't really give up. You've just, <laughs> you've just gone. Ah, oh, I'm going to give up. I'm going to give up looking at my watch. Not going to wear a watch for Lent. No, 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 no. I do, I do love a beer. I love a beer, so I'm giving it up. But I'm not going to give up alcohol because we're in a national lockdown. My career's in tatters, and I've got nothing to look forward to. <laughs> you got a guest on. We have got a guest coming on in a moment. <laughs> Carl, do you want to tell us all about that guest while I uh, readjust my personality before he comes on? Because I don't think he's going to like the person that I've become. Tell us about our guest, Carl. 
Uh, we have got a, a an actor coming on. I thought I, I went. I reached out to my friend Kyle and I said, Kyle, do, would you like to come on our podcast? Because he's got his own little podcast going on. It's not as good as ours. I've heard it. It's not as good. He's not. a big yeah. lad. It's <laughs> brilliant. Um, and I said, do you want to come on our podcast? You're an actor. I'm an actor. Tom's been in Hollyoaks. Perfect. Perfect. So I think actually he's been in Hollyoaks as well. So you two, will, you two, you two will like bounce off each other, and I'll be like going, "Yeah, guys, guys, should we sing a song?" I don't know if it, I don't know if it would quite be like that. We, I did check his IMDb today because how tall um, is he? Huh? <laughs> how tall is he? That's only the, that's normally the only thing you look at on IMDb. I think that's where it's Wikipedia. I think it's Wikipedia that does okay. the, that has the height thing in it. Um, but I did notice that he'd been on the Oaks of Holly um, not too not too long after I was on it. So yeah. I will will have a little bit of a trip down memory lane. I can't really remember my time on that show now. It was so long. I don't ago, think I've ever seen it. So no? that'll be a fucking giggle. <laughs> Brilliant. I'll send you some DVDs. Please don't. No, it's I'm just me to, kissing I don't, a man Dude, for, I don't even think I've got a DVD hours. player. Haven't you? Well, I get the PlayStation plays DVDs, don't I? PS5. Do you know what the <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, do you know what the PlayStation 5 plays? Blu-rays. Oh, it'd be great if when we finish this podcast episode, which we're shooting late at night, if I could just kick back with a cold beer and watch a Blu-ray on you a can't, PlayStation it's 5. Lent, so can't, grow it's up. Lent and I grow don't have up. a PlayStation. <laughs> Honestly, you think we could get 45 minutes out of the fact that you don't have a PlayStation because you're just getting Perfect. angrier and angrier. Um, and I'm loving it even more. You did, you did. Just before we get Kyle on, who's now waiting for us to finish this conversation, you said something to me when I was driving back from Argos and all flustered. You were like, But mate, have you got anything you can actually play oh, on yeah. it yet? What the truth of it is, it? no, nothing. I don't have any games. Fortnite the only one... that you can play on the PS4? Yeah, the only one I'd want is F1. That don't come out till September. So I don't know why I'm getting all pernickety about it. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I am. Because I haven't got a lot to focus on at the moment. And what all I'm focusing on is the fact I can't get one. But I'm Dude, telling you if, now. What if this? you put that screen on while you were doing your Friday and Saturday gigs and, and it said in stock? Right, here's the thing. I've got I've got um push notifications and we talked about it a little bit on the show before, but I don't have notifications on for anything at all. I check my phone a couple of times a day for those emails and the rest of the time I'm just playing silly games on it or I'm looking at pictures. Um but I've got notifications on for this for that particular server I just showed you, and every time they come in stock, I get a notification on my watch, a notification on my laptop my Mac, my phone, all the Alexas go off. Honestly, mate, it's like there's a f- bomb disposal unit about to break into the house. Everything's like, wah, 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 like that. And wherever I am, whatever I'm doing, I stop. Sometimes I'm on the bike. Sometimes I'm in the shower. Sometimes I'm not in the house. Honestly, yesterday I tried to get on very.com. Incidentally, very, your online queuing system is books. And I was on the queue, in the queue for that, the in the shower. available. Yeah, I was in the in the queue for that in the shower. Um, I don't need. Wasn't one. very good, was it? No, it was, it was awful. But the the long and short of it is, I don't need a PlayStation Five. I wouldn't be interested really in playing very much on it until the F1 game comes out, which doesn't come out till September. But there's a little bit of me that just goes because I can't have one. I really bloody want one, and the longer I don't get one, the more I become transfixed with it. And because I haven't got a lot to get focused on at the moment, 
I've got actually loads, writing loads of songs. But that's not the point. The point is, I wish I could have a PlayStation 5. The other day, I got one in the basket, Carl. I got one in the basket. Anybody who's trying to buy one will know that getting it in the basket is 50% of the job done. And it came with like loads of kids' games. It was like £100 more because I was getting it with children's games. Didn't care. Just get the bundle. Get the bundle. Worry about the games later. Get the bundle. Did I get the bundle, Carl? Did I box? Right, should we get Kyle on? Yes, I can't wait. Let's have a chat to another f***ing actor. My friend Kyle. <laughs> Carl, do you want to intro Kyle or do you want me to do it? You can do it. Go on. Perfect. Thanks, mate. You're welcome, always my a, friend. Always a f***ing 50-50 share of the work, isn't it? <laughs> so we'd like to welcome to the Awkward Turkey podcast, Mr. Kyle Reese. Uh, he's a friend of Mr. Carl Morgan. We're going to find out exactly why um, in a short amount of time. Kyle, uh, it's, it's a pleasure to have you on. Um, I understand you've got your own podcast. Um, I'm going to ask you what that's called because I tried to do some research on it today. I couldn't find out what it was called. And when I say research, I just had a look at your IMDb. Uh, <laughs> uh, thanks for having me on, boys. Pleasure. Um, yeah, we, we do, uh, myself, Sean Hawley and Shane Williams, we do uh, a mashup rugby TV and film sort of podcast. It was just something I wanted to do. So we started doing it a year ago and it's just gone from strength to strength, really. So. Was that something that you started doing in um, because of the, the COVID situation, because of the lockdown, because you had a bit more time? Or was that something that you wanted to do before and it just happened to coincide with you having more time available? No, basically, I was going on a stream of meetings up to London um, and I was driving. It was before, it was, well, it was just after Christmas. So the first two weeks of January before anyone knew anything about COVID here anyway. Um and I was going back and forth to London for a couple of weeks. And one of my mates said, oh, do you listen to podcasts? I said, no, not really. And he was like, oh, listen to the Peter Crouch podcast. And I was like, right, okay. It's uh, excellent. I'm not it's excellent. Yeah. I'm not a massive football fan, but um, I view that Peter Crouch was quite funny. So I stuck it on and I must have listened to every single episode that they had published. And it was incredible. And then... From that, I just went, I want to do a podcast. So then two weeks later, I started a podcast with a friend of mine who is a very respected former professional rugby coach turned pundit, turned commentator. Um, and yeah, and we decided to um, to start the Tuesday Club is what, what the podcast is called. And wow. it's it's good fun. Now, you boys know it's great fun doing a podcast. You just get to sit and chat to your mates and chat to people that you might not get to in everyday life. Is it going yeah, on I'm... a Tuesday? Just, just asking for a friend. Uh, no, Wednesdays actually. No, yeah, Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the Tuesday. I'm going to ask you really quickly, quickly this, Kyle. When, when you named it the Tuesday Club, did you do? Because me and Kyle have got a great story about when we decided we were going to put ours together. Um, we went down the road of we found we were going to call it the Third Wheel Podcast. Okay. And the, the 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 kicker of that was that it would always be he and I, and if there was a guest that we had on, they would be the third wheel, and if there wasn't a guest, it would just be really awkward. It was called the third wheel, and there was only two of us, and we were okay with that. And we we I, I designed a logo, Carl made some jingles, we got all the it artwork. It was brilliant, basically. It was, it was excellent. It was brilliant. I, I, like I actually I actually ran it. It's Carl incredible. At one point. 
and said, I've got this, let, let's get this huge backdrop that we can essentially sit, obviously, because we thought we were going to be in the same room, and we'll have it all logo branded and stuff, vinyls. It, it was it was madness. And then we found out about, I think we'd recorded, had we recorded yeah, we an were episode? Good to, yeah, we, we, were, we were going. We were cooking on gas, my friend. And we found we out back. that there was, there was a religious um, sort of journey podcast called Third Wheel. Oh, and no. it was about the the whole, you know, the father, the son, and the third wheel was the Holy Ghost, and we had to immediately rebrand it with, and we we pushed it on Instagram lives, and we told everybody that sort of follows us individually and and, and just mutually. basically hadn't googled the name. That, that, no. that, that the whole story here is <laughs> neither of us bothered to fucking Google the name. And I think I Man. my convoluted way around it was. Did you find out very, very quickly that that name was available to you or have you, or shall we Google it now? <laughs> um, well, do you know what? I didn't, I was going through so many different names. You know what it's like trying to name, like you've been in bands. I don't know, trying to name different bloody clothing lines you've tried to start before or whatever. So I was just there now and I was like pinging names back and forth. TV showbiz rugby, all this. <laughs> sorry, and it was rubbish, rubbish, yeah. rubbish, rubbish. And... When we started, we recorded it, and uh, for some reason, I, I think the story goes, I couldn't get, because I was totally alien to editing and soft editing software, and, you know, if it isn't just filmed and stopped and posted, I can't do it. So I was having to learn how to use all this different software and all these different tools and equipment, blah, 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 and it was taking me, like, four days, and I was like, mate, look, this isn't going to be ready until, like, Tuesday. We wanted to put it out on the Sunday night or the Monday morning because we were doing roundups of the weekends rugby as well. Sure. And uh, it was like, is it gone out? I was like, no, it's not going to be ready until Tuesday, Tuesday, all the rest of it. And then I think just from like chatting back and forth, since it came out then, Tuesday Club. Um, so that's where the name came from. So we have to religiously put it out every Tuesday or it kind of f***ed up the name of the podcast. Of course. Um, but I also quite like it has nothing to do with what we actually talk about. So... Do you know what I mean? It's you get something like you know you've got oh the weekly rugby roundup or TV reviews with Peter Jones. I don't know whatever it is. It's Tuesday Club. It's like oh what's that then? But anyway, there turns out that um, we've never called it the Tuesday Club. It's just always been Tuesday Club with Sean and Shea, uh, with Sean and Kyle, and then it was Tuesday Club with Sean, Kyle, and Shane or whatever it is. But we get this one guy tweeting. <laughs> the social media, uh, the Tuesday Club social media. Hi guys, uh, just to remind you, um, uh, Alan, can't remember his name, famous BBC actor. Alan, he's always on like those quiz shows. He's got like crinkly hair. Alan oh, Davis, Alan, yeah. is it Davis? Alan Davis. I think that's. I think that's it. Yeah, Alan Davis. He's like, yeah, just to let you know, guys. Uh, and this is like every every time we publish an episode, we'll get a tweet. Just to let you know, guys, um, Alan Davis has been successfully running uh, the Tuesday Club podcast now for the last three years. <laughs> uh, so I don't know if it's, is there any infringement there with uh, the name, and uh, thank you very much. And we just choose to ignore him because, no, I didn't Google if the Tuesday Club was a podcast. <laughs> but I also I also found out, when I, when I did see that tweet for the first time, you know, 12 months ago, whatever it was, I was just like, you know what? We haven't got the. His is the. It's his is like, I don't even know what they talk about, but adult things, I suppose, you know, because it's, you know, he's Jonathan Creek and it's all very serious or, or whatever. But I know he's a comedian, but so yeah. He's Jonathan long, Creek, yeah. Long, long story short, even though I've made it very long. Yes, 
there is um, another podcast out there called The Tuesday Club, but <laughs> we don't give a fuck. Tom, we'd have been fine. Uh, we so got two, fine. two little points on that. I really hope that the voice that that person is a bit like that. I really, I really do hope his voice is a bit like oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I would so love sorry, that. Robert. And secondly, I'm sorry, I will stop tweeting you that if you want. Do you want me to stop tweeting you? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, let me tell you. Let me tell you about how organically we came up with the name of ours. We'd obviously done everything we possibly could to do this. We could have probably just called it Third Wheel Podcast, like you dropped the the and got away with it. Yeah, but we'd we have been forgiven anyway. They were a god club. We had, we had what? Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. Thy, thy Lord would have forgiven us. They would have forgiven <laughs> us. It'd have been okay. Um, but me and Carl had what Carl called a crisis meeting. About uh, about three days before the first ep had gone out, and um, you know, and he said, "Right, we've got to come up with a name," and that resulted in him and I sitting for two hours on the phone, not coming up with anything at all that was any good whatsoever, and then that quickly sort of transpired into him and I on Urban Dictionary, just hitting the randomise button, and he went, "What about awkward turkey?" I went, "Yep, that'll do," and then we had dinner. I, I worry that, that, that you you've even you've made that story even better. It was basically we were still on A. We got to awkward too. He went, yeah, f- <laughs> it. Just, just call it that. Can I but say that? It'd be great. Every uh, in my, you know as well. I'm sure Tom, you've written things in the past. You're an actor. We're all creatives here. I've, I'm the first time I moved to London. I moved to a little tiny box room. My door, it was, it was smaller than the room I'm in now. Um. It couldn't open the door fully because it hit the bed. So I had to like squeeze in through the door. Anyway, it was a horrible, horrible month. And I lived there and I wrote like an album. I wrote an album, I wrote like 12 songs, called it One Month in Album. But I've never, show, I've still got it. I would never show that to anybody. I think what it is, is when, you, when you're naming something that you're going to put out there into the world for everybody to see, I think you will always think personally, oh, crap, that's, that's terrible. But like for me, it's like, I used when, when you hear a new brand coming out, you don't go, oh, that sounds <laughs> doesn't it? You just accept it because that's the brand. So yeah. I think the awkward, the first time I've just heard that now, the awkward turkey or awkward turkey podcast, I think that's <laughs> great. It's different. And so there isn't an anything like that. Turkey okay. is when you fist bump and the other person handshakes or high fives. Yeah, or like high fives. And it's like, it's it. Comfortable. I just thought that's it would have been like a turkey that stretched on the farm saying like really inappropriate. <laughs> well, it is that as well, you know. Gobble, you gobble. Go the farm you know, and they're very awkward. Like it is that as well. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and you know, but you're I looking like at a turkey and you, and you go, you're right, but And he goes, oh, just a bit uncomfortable. Just a bit what uncomfortable. I'd, what, I'd like, what, I'd like, um, what I'd like you to do, and you don't have to, you don't have to listen to the back catalogue of shows at, at any point, Kyle, because... Um, They've got much better recently, um, as, me and, <laughs> as me and Carl have got months and months into it. But um, having told you that story about how the name was was born, I'd like you to go back at some point when you've got 20 minutes to kill and just listen to the first episode, because me and Carl sell how we came up with that name. Amazing. Mate, that's like 30 minutes of the first episode. The done. first, ep- first episode is just us going. Not, not even trying to convince the audience who are listening, but just trying to convince yourselves more. That's it. Yeah, that's it. This name we chose and um, we're sticking by it. And it's a great name. So, mate, you, you can buy fing t shirts now. You can buy all the t shirts. It's not, it's not so... even t shirts. It's t shirts, hoodies, tote bags, the socks. 
Mugs. Mugs. Loads. Mugs. Mugs. We got. Oh, we got is mugs. <laughs> but like, just just quickly before we move on from names, do you do you, did you have any? And I don't know if this is a little bit of an urban myth or not, but I've seen them say it in interviews. But the Arctic Monkeys, um, just before they rose to fame, they tried to release their album on whatever platform. I think iTunes was was quite new then, but they they named it Thriller Two. In, in just to Brilliant. pick up people who accidentally found it. And apparently that was one of the things that helped break them. And I think that's, if you've got the balls to call your album Thriller 2. Yeah. Thriller 2. I mean, you know, Michael Jackson, Alan Davis. Yeah. They both <laughs> had long the crinkly argument, hair. But you know. Both had long crinkly hair. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. Never seen Alan Davis moonwalk though. <laughs> Haven't you? But, um, mm-hmm. Kyle, um, obviously you're an actor. You do loads of other stuff as well. I had a little look today at some of the stuff you've done, and I just thought I wondered if we'd work with any of the same people. And it turns oh, out, he goes, drop the probably. brag, go on. It turns out we did at one point, and we must have missed each other by. Um, I'm going to ask you the dates now, but in 2008 and 2009, you were on Hollyoaks for a short period of time, weren't you? Oh, I can't remember those years, mate. Ask me a different way. Ask me about a different year. <laughs> uh, yes, I was. I was on Hollyoaks very, very briefly. Did you do the later one or did you do the daytime one? Both. I did the later one and I was so fucking good. No, I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. I, did, I did the later one and then um, fortunately enough, it's always fortunately enough for an actor, isn't it? Um, the story sort of bled into the daytime one for a, a couple of months. So I, I, I was able to go and shoot some of that as well in, uh, what's it called? What's the studios called there now? In um, Lime, it is, isn't Lime, it? Uh, Lime, Lime Studio. It might, might have been Mercy so TV on. then. I don't know. Lime, it was lime, it was lime. So yeah, um, I got to do uh, the later, uh, which was really good, really good fun. And then I sort of went over to the daytime one for a little bit. So yeah, I realise I realise if you, you've done some really cool stuff recently, but I, that's the only thing I was like, well, we both did Hollyoaks, so I, I can talk to <laughs> I talk to Kyle about that. It would be great if we'd been on it at the same oh, time. Guys, yeah. Remember when we Hollyoaks? Ah, when we where were you guys in Hollyoaks? Now was it around the same? Was it? Oh, when was? I I won fucking in all the oaks. All right. <laughs> because because Carl, uh, Carl looks so young, I think you could still pass as one of the um, the grandparents Teenagers. in that show now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> no, the the pet mate, the parent. When I was in it, I was twenty one, and I was like one of the adults. So as oh, soon yeah. as you hit th- as soon as you hit thirty, mate, that's it. Yeah, that's granddad. It. I'd be one of the granddads in and out. It's, it's kind of like anywhere in South Wales, isn't it? Granddad at 30. Especially where Carl's from. Monty, he's not wrong. <laughs> I can't argue it. I'd love to be able to sit here and argue it. I can't. <laughs> um, but no, I've done... Stone. I've done uh, I've done some good things. I did the film Pride. Um, obviously, doing Outlander now. I've been doing that for the last three years. Um, what else have I done? I've done lots of like um, TV, like BBC things. I did the Indian Doctor. I did um, the oh God, what was that drama called? I don't really pay attention to much things I do, to be honest with you. Not a lot of people do anyway. Um, the Interceptors, I think that's what it's called. It's like a cop drama on BBC a few years ago. That was cool. Got to play another drug dealing person where I had lots of good action scenes in that, really. So that was fun. Seen a thread here, uh, Kyle. Yeah, a thread here for the people at home. I know. <laughs> do, you, uh, do you find, do you find yourself getting typecast? Do you find yourself getting typecast? 
Well, I do because one thing I've always struggled with as well is my weight. Like when I was living in London, um, you know what it's like up there. You're working all the hours under the sun and then everything goes because the rent's so high, living up there so high. You can't, you haven't got a car up there. You don't need a car. So you walk into work or you're walking on the tube or this, that, and the other, whatever. And I got down to such a good physique and I was just like, yes. I was like hard eating and partying all the time. So I was like, I started to have abs and I was like, no, it's the first time that's ever happened to me. Um, and then I moved back and I put all my weight back on and I've always been sort of struggling up and down, up and down. I've never stayed constantly huge and I've never been ripped. So um, my casting has always sort of been like the bigger guys. So the bigger guys are normally cast in the sort of more uh, inf- not inferior, sorry. Threatening, yeah, roles, the sort of yeah. violent, threatening, sort of menacing. Like, oh, can he look nasty? Yeah, uh, just pretend to be my dad, and then I like, get the part. Then type. Of thing. So, so I have I have been typecasting a few things, but um, there have been. I did a, I did a, a show called the Bastard Executioner, which was uh, it was like the first Hollywood type yeah, of man. thing that I was ever in, and I was just like, oh my god, it's. In 10 episodes and i'm it was like around the about- same time as sons of anarchy wasn't it it was after it's just finished because obviously right, the guy okay, yeah. Sutter, who wrote and starred in that's right director of anarchy he wrote this <laughs> it broke two records i think don't quote me on this but i think it broke two records for fx it was the most watched premiere they've ever had and the fastest decline in ratings they've ever had oh. <laughs> kurt Sutter, brilliant as he is <laughs> it wasn't because of me i promise Okay. Kurt Sutter, as brilliant as he is, he went from writing on things like cop shows in America to creating this entire world with Sons of Anarchy, writing about biker gangs and drugs in LA and like present day. And then he decided, right, I'm going to flip all that on its head. I have great success. I'm going to go to Wales and I'm going to write about Welsh rebels in 1379. And it was just a little bit out of his comfort zone, should we say? Um but it was a great experience. I, it was one of those jobs where when I got the job for my dad crying, I was like, dad, yes. It's like, they got it. I was like, yeah, it's oh, going to be man. like millions and millions of pounds. So yeah, I've made it. Oh my God, dad. Yeah. And, um, and then it was just, a, it was, well, it wasn't great. Um, so <laughs> it was back, back to the drawing board then type of thing. But uh, no, I didn't play a, a brute in that one. I actually, um, I got hit over the head with a cane in that one in episode nine by Stephen Moyer. I don't know if you know who that is. He was um, Bill Compton, the lead vampire in True Blood. Uh, wow. He's done lots, lots of things. He is quite a big British actor. Wasn't um, Ed Sheeran in The Bastard Executioner? Didn't he turn <laughs> up in it at some point? I might have did he have that a cameo, up. did he? We, we became quite good friends for a while after that. I, this is one that I will pick up and just... Go on, yeah. <laughs> go for it. I love it. He, he is credited. Such... He is credited as yeah, being in five, five eps. Well, the first day he had his scenes with me, and wow. they, obviously I knew. And um, one and thing my dad point, always told. What, at what point in his career was this? How big was he? Oh, I mean, this at the time he was bringing out another song with Rudimental because he asked me to come up to London and go on set the video music video stuff. So, so this like was two thousand fifteen. Yeah, this was no, this was like third album, surely wow. 2015. So, only like five, six years ago now, I suppose, but it was way in the summer, so it would have been five and a bit years ago. So, he's still, he's still massive then. 
yeah, yeah. My dad always, my dad always used to say to me, Kylie said, you got the talent boy, you'll go far in this business. He said, but don't you f-ing treat all those celebrities. Don't put them up on that pedestal. You talk to them like you talk to the boys on site. He said, because people put them up there every day. And if you treat them like that, you'll be beneath them all the time. And I was like, right, okay. So that's the way I kind of treat. I've been very lucky. I've worked with lots of, lots of famous people. So you met Ed Sheeran. You slapped him in the face. You went, sit the f*** down. You know, I might as well have, because everybody was outside my trailer and there was a kerfuffle. And I was just like, oh, the f*** is that? So I looked outside. Then you've got all these big actors, Stephen Moyer and... They're all asking him, oh, can I have a picture for my niece? And it's that and the other part. And he walks past my trailer and I'm just sitting there. My tra- it's middle of summer. My door's open. And I go, what's happening, Ginger Balls? Of course Brilliant. he does. That's the first thing I said to Ed Sheeran. <laughs> he stopped. And you know what the size of trailer doors like? They're not very wide. He sort of stopped and he sort of sauntered back and was like, looking in. I was like, all right, mate, I'm Kyle. He said, oh, Ed. I said, yeah, no sh-. I said, you've got all your scenes with me tomorrow, mate. He went, oh, you're Kyle. Said, yeah, blah, blah. And then... I think after that, you just sort of knew it was on a level. Like everyone's trying to like, but you know, sort of rush around him and this and the other. I'm standing there and on the lot where all our where unit base is, and I've got a f-ing stick and I found a tennis ball. I was like, "Wait, oh, come and bowl me some balls, mate." And he's just there chucking me balls, tennis balls, while I'm f-ing smashing them into the f-ing park. Nice. Um, so it was a really, really funny story. Finished filming. We're all on the makeup truck, and um, we're sitting there, and I'm getting derigged, we're having the wig off. And he walks past and he just leans over the show and he's all right, mate, do you fancy, do you fancy come for a drink tonight? I was like, ah, um, ah, I don't think I'm going to be able to. Mate. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. I was like, yes, yes, f-ing right, let's go for a drink. And then the next day we're in the Daily Mail, me and him outside in kitchen, pulling each other's beards. Oh, he's jealous because I had a big full on beard and we ended up um, being posted on the internet because I was playing the piano and he'd run upstairs and got his guitar. We did a duet of Tracy Chapman revolution and it was like one of those things where you wake up the next day and you think me, did that actually just happen type of thing um and yeah it was really wow. weird and it, we were we were friends then for about a year or so and then he kind of went i think it was known didn't he, he went off like he went off the grid or something yeah, he didn't just he? disappeared he, a bit didn't he yeah he said didn't he, he, was, he spent he'd spent too long looking at his phone or too long you know, hanging around with Welsh man. You know, I was texting him all the time. All right, mate, where are you? Do you want to come home? Do you want to go over and play FIFA? Yeah. Do you want to go I've got to get rid of, got to get rid of my day. phone. <laughs> Kyle Reese won't leave me alone. Jesus Christ. And yeah, Game of cricket? Game of cricket with a, with a stick? He makes me back. throw balls at him. He makes me throw balls at him. He won't stop texting me. I'm going to have to throw my phone away. <laughs> get that guitar. I got a ball. F*** it. Let's have a game. Well, there we are. I can say that I... He um, 100% c- contributed to his uh, off-the-grid status, as it were. His, it might his just... disappearance, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to all Check his out on the IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> I made Ed Sheeran go f***ing nuts. <laughs> I think I can actually update it. I'll do it. Yeah, I've got IMDb. I'll just, uh, just add a little bit in there. <laughs> so, um, Kyle, have you got anything? Um, I mean, obviously, the world's kind of stopped. What I've, what I've found since the world stopped, though... I don't know if this has been the same for you, but um, auditions, there's been like 50% more than that or 60% more than there ever was before. And everyone's happy to do them over Skype or happy to do them over Zoom. And I don't know if you're, if you share this with me, but I, you have the type of actors you go, oh no, I hate self-tapes because I want, you know, I, I want to go in, in and, and, and bank and get it right. Just that one take, you know what I mean? And the people like me who just go, I'm quite happy. I can sit and frame it and repeat it until I'm absolutely content with it and send it off. You know what I mean? I can agonize over it and make yeah. it perfect. 
Um, have you found since the lockdown that you've been auditioning for a lot more stuff? Um, well, yeah, the, the way that self-tapes go, it's been going that way for a while, even before lockdown. I think casting directors were catching on to the fact that, you know, they got to go and pay for a space for a week and they've got to go and see, I don't know, what is it, 50 actors a day or whatever, when they can just get everyone to send a tape now because everyone's got amazing cameras on their phone nowadays. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's going to be better or if not the same quality as the cameras they would use. But yeah, no, totally. Um, I much prefer doing self-tapes, to be honest with you. Um, whenever I know I'll get a job when I do a self-tape because I'm like really weird with them. I'll go, to, I'll go up one or two ways when I do a self-tape. I'll either get sent the script, I've got three days to do it, and I don't like the script, so I can't be f***ing asked. And then 10 minutes before I'm, I'm, I'm due to film it and send it over the next morning, I'll have my missus reading the lines in and I'll learn it quickly and then just f***ing blast them out and send them over. Or I'll get the script and I love it and I'll, I'll do it. I'll film it myself like it's going to be filmed or the yeah. way I would film it and I send it off. So I had a, I did a job once where it was like, um, it was in a film and I was just playing this guy in a, like, again, it, was, it wasn't a hoodie, but he was just like a bit of a brute, loved a booze, mother died and he had a really bad relationship with his sister that he was supposed to be looking after, blah, blah, blah. Um, one of the scenes they sent me to, to tape for that was in the kitchen and, he was having a beer and a fag. So I just went in the kitchen, did the scene, got a beer out, started necking the beer, having a fag. I actually just did the scene. Now, a lot of people just do this. White wall. Hiya. Uh, kind Reese. Yeah. Um, use my hands. Thank you. Uh, that's only for commercials, isn't it? Show me your hands. What the f*** is that? I do it every What's single time. time. Every single time. Even and if hands, please. I can remember the first time I went to a commercial audition and they went, and hands. And I went, yeah, I've Why got two. Why did you do that? They do it to check that you don't have um, it's any bigger hands than your head or, or marks that are on on your hands. I don't know why. As as a even for stuff like I sent a, I sent one off back to my agent the other day, and I naturally did it. And he said, "Can you just uh, go back in and cut that out?" Because I came on and went, "Hi, I'm Tom Vaughan. I'm repped by these are my hands." And he was like, <laughs> "No." No, you can't. You can't do that. But I'm so it's like ingrained in you to do. I don't know why. I don't know why. I think it's because they don't want you to have. Are you just any winding me up? Is this just no, not genuinely, genuinely. Sure. Go in. You like, do. say right? Can you name, agent, height, weight? You know, shoe size, all that profiles. jazz. And then they go and profiles. Yeah, stand that way. Stand that way. Bend over, and <laughs> they just go hands. And you just have to present your hands like this. Yeah, and that's hey, that's the way it goes. What the hell is this, Kyle? Kyle, do you have I, I what I what I hate that what I hate the most about uh, when you do an audition and they they clearly they haven't got quite enough info out of you. They you, you sort of in your head made your mind up that they don't want you, even though they're the ones you end up always getting is the ones you don't want. Um, and then they go, um, tell us a funny story or make us laugh or you got any jokes or something like that and you, i i never ever know the level in which i'm to go in and i always 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 go in so hard and leave going well i did all right in the audition but i absolutely ruined it with the story i told or the joke i told him i never know how to pitch that bit you get Tom, a tell us a joke <laughs> tell us a joke um, let's find out the level he goes in at. come on tell us a joke the story, uh, the, the joke, I can't remember. The story I used to tell him was, um, I was, I can't remember, I was filming the first episode of 
doctors and um, I was straightening my hair in the hotel before I went in. And as I was straightening my hair, I might have been about 17 or something like that, I dropped the hair straighteners fresh out the shower onto um, little Tom. Uh, they burnt it so badly that when I pulled my boxers up and I went into film for that day, um, where they had to shave a child's head, different story, tell you that in a bit, um, <laughs> my my penis repaired don't, itself. Don't mention that in the same story. It's <laughs> burning your willy. No. We'll move on. Yeah, I pulled my boxes up and um, where the skin sort of repaired, it it w repaired itself into the fibre of the boxes. So when I finished filming that day, I had to go in, to the doctors and be cut out of these pants. And I tell that story at an audition. They go, what, you know, tell us a story that will make us laugh. And I go, oh, first day I was at doctors, they shaved this kid's head and I burnt a hole in my... <laughs> um, and it makes them laugh. It always <laughs> makes them laugh. Um, big laughs. I promised them big laughs. They get big laughs, but... But I'll be honest with you. Outside for you. <laughs> yeah, it's just I don't know. But quick, very quickly, that doctor story. It was, it was my. It was. I think it was my second second job that I'd done. I'd done a, a, a couple of. Um, uh, there was a TV show. I don't know whether you remember it, DL and Pasco. I did that for a little bit, and um, then I went on to doctors, and it was kind of one straight to the other. So I was like, okay, this is this is it now. I'm on that. This is happening. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. Yeah. It stopped stopped really quickly after that, and then didn't carry on for a few years. But anyway, I went on to doctors, and they were like, "You're going to play this this teenage father." And I was like, "Yeah, that's absolutely fine." And they brought the woman in who's who was the chaperone for this baby. I held it, and the baby had like bright ginger hair. And you could see the uh, the director and the, the like the line producer and stuff like that. They were sort of chatting, and they came over and they went, um, "Tom, we've got a couple. Of, we've got a bit of a problem. Obviously, the, the baby doesn't look like yours. It's got bright ginger hair." And I said, "Yeah, I'd noticed." They were like, "Well, we've got a couple of options, and this is in earshot of the mother. Like, we can we can shave the shave the baby's head, or or uh, or you can wear a hat." And I just went, "Well, obviously, I'll I'll wear a hat." Yeah, we shaved. Oh yeah, I like wear a, a hat. It's like a like a yeah like a. <laughs> <laughs> shave his head. No, I'll just wear the hat. Obviously, we're going to shave. What? Yeah, I'll definitely wear a hat. It's just weird, weird conversations you have with people that wouldn't happen anywhere else. Wouldn't it's happen funny. anywhere else. Yeah, why I do just, you wear a hat? Spoil that hair. I never used to get the whole, like, you know, before any of us are sort of doing what we were doing, but drama schools and all that type of stuff. And you'll just remember being like 16, 17 and auditioning for drama schools from college. And it, and it was everything. Like if you didn't get into drama school, you weren't a good actor. Uh, you had to get into a drama school. They had to be a reputable drama school. And then all those auditions, they were, they were awful strange, weren't they? You know, I remember you in a story once of um, a friend who went to audition for Guildhall and this guy got up and did his speech you know, they go places like Lambda and they just want to like see how like how your inhibitions are, see if you can just like do something without thinking about it, make a tit to yourself or whatever. And this guy had done this his classical speech or whatever, and and this is all allegedly. He'd done his classical speech, and then they said, Yeah, great, blah, blah, blah. Give him a direction. And then this one woman said, Um, I'm just wondering, can you do that again? But f the chair. And this guy said, Sorry, what? She's like, yeah, I want you to do this the whole speech again, but f the chair. And then he was like, right, um, chair. Okay, okay, yeah, cool. So he turned around, composed himself as actors do. Turned around and did the speech exactly the same way that he had been doing it in every round. He didn't do anything different. He did exactly the same. Then he picked the chair up, ran over the wall, smashed it up against the wall to a million pieces, and went, the chair is f. And for Weird. me. That Amazing. is 
brilliant story. That is something that I heard some guy do at Guild Hall. And I went to Guild Hall and I had some guy when I was auditioning and he was like, Hi, my name's Luciano. Lucia, yeah. <laughs> Luciano, yeah. Um, yeah, so we uh, no down in Surrey, darling. Yeah. No, that's the beach house now. And I was just like, Oh my f- god, is this what this place is full of? Um, me ca- being a council estate boy coming from somewhere, uh, you know, I'm not your stereotypical actor. I'm rugby mad. It was just like, oh God. So I'm so glad that I went where I went because at the time I was like, I need to be in Radha. I need to be in Lambda. I need to be in Guildhall because they are the only places that produce real actors. And it was full of shit. So if there are any young actors or people who want to get into this industry that think they've got to go to drama school, one, you don't. And two, don't go to those because they just shove Shakespeare down your throat. And that's not the fucking industry right now. Wales. There we go. Um, I didn't go. Didn't go to drama school at all. Didn't Good. go. I, I auditioned. You didn't go to f***ing school. And I, stop it. And I looked <laughs> at it. And um, yeah, my mum my did all that stuff. She drove me down to London. And I think I, I was looking at Italia Conti and Central and stuff like that. And it was, I was convinced that's what I needed to do. I didn't have, an, I didn't have uh, drama school to my, to my bow. And it hasn't, not once has it affected yep. anything that I've done. So I, I think it's, yeah, uh, like it's a bit Drama school, it's, it was such a a mountain that everybody wanted to climb. And if you, you have to go to drama school to get your training to, there was this whole thing about the equity card. You couldn't get an equity card unless you went to drama school or you, had, you got a professional job, but you couldn't get a professional job without an equity card. And I think that was like back in the day. Now, when I left college and I went to drama school, I was eight or 17, just turned 18. And I thought I was the f- business. I thought I am the best actor coming out of Potalbert since f-ing Sheenie and Burton, right? And I've got kids, right? And I thought, I am the, ab- I'm the chocolate, you know. And I went up to drama school. That's thinking a Welsh exactly- thing, isn't it? I'm chocolate. I think that's that's chocolate. such a good Welsh saying. That's what the, we found the episode title there. I'm the chocolate now. I'm the chocolate. Um, I went to Previous drama reference. school. And I thought, I thought I was the business. And, you know, I went up there and I didn't do anything for three years other than f- about, get drunk. Uh, I... You know what drama school is like, boys? It's not like university where you go to like four lectures a week and the rest of it, you just either sleep in or pissed up somewhere. Drama school is eight in the morning, six in the evening, apart from one day where you're in at uh, 12 in the afternoon until six in the evening. It's full on. It's like being in school, except they add two hours on at the end of the day. So it's, I was just, I just, I can't really remember much. All I know is I had a, a brilliant time. The only things I left drama school with was I did grow up a little bit because obviously I lived in Glasgow on my own for, for three years. And I left feeling like I was the worst actor that has ever said a line from any script ever. But that's the it, point of wow. it. That's the point of it. Me. It stripped me. Is it the point though? Because yeah, then I was is. going. If you look at if you look at any of those any of those schools, and like um, you look at dance schools for people who want to be dancers and stuff like that. And I, I think maybe they go they used to go a bit harder than they do now. But I think the point of it is. It's preparation for an industry that is going to absolutely destroy you one way or another. It is so, so, so awful on every part of your mental health that I think if you can, if you can, I don't know, at 17, 18, have some sort of level of comprehension of that, then you've Mm got some some, I don't know, thicker skin or tools to be able to take with you into whatever it is that you do after that. And I think that's the point of it. They go, they go in and everybody thinks that. I remember going to college or going into my first job and thinking, I live in a little town and I, you know what I mean? Exactly the same as you. 
and you do need it knocked out of you. I think they knock it out of you a little bit, a little bit harder than they should. But I think that's the point of it, rightly or wrongly, is to, is to just, I don't know, bring you down so that you completely understand that that's you're going to be dealing with that level of rejection. Like you know, people just going, you're too fat for this, you're too thin for this. You know, you, we're going with it, it, ridiculous things, ridiculous things, and I think it's just prep for that, definitely. I wish I affect you. <laughs> Wayne Sleep giving us some advice for that. Huh? I don't know. It's the only dancer I could think of. <laughs> I think Michael Flatley. Michael Flatley. Yeah, Michael Flatley giving us advice there. Recut this. Matthew Bond. Matthew Bond. Is he? Is he just a choreographer? Or is he? A was he a dancer once upon a time? I don't know. I tell you what, mate. I love dancing. My my partner is a classically trained ballet dancer. Uh, she doesn't dance anymore, but a lot of our first dates was going to the ballet and it was just totally off topic and probably not what any of you want to talk about or your listeners want to listen to, but oh well, I'm a guest so I get to speak. <laughs> <laughs> I went to see with my partner, The Red Shoes by Matthew Bond and it was, and I'm not kidding you, right? The one of the most incredible pieces of performance i have ever seen live performance it was amazing so after all this shit is finished i don't know matthew bond um so this isn't a plug because i know him or anything if you can ever get to go and see that show matthew bond's the red shoes go and see it you will walk away with your mouth open it's brilliant wheels okay there we go good bit of Got advice two bit people of advice. now matthew. you're doing it right now i can see him and i can see him go yeah googling it now um <laughs> I want to, I want to just, I want to, because it got a bit serious for a second there with, um, <laughs> with talking about drama taking the life out of you and all that fucking red shoe. <laughs> shit. Um, so just, uh, we'll, we'll wrap it up on a little bit of this, um, just because I think it's an interesting question to ask anybody um, who, who is an actor. Um, oh, here we go. My could, big moment. Just some f- <laughs> okay, Red so it's, Tom. It's, do you know what you two can do? You could do. Do you know if all else fails, boys, you can just do a fucking remake of Weird Science the movie because you two got those the look of those two boys down to a T. Carl Carl's got the fucking frazzled fucking blonde hair, the crazy one, and then Tom, you're just like the license, Lisa. <laughs> I think that's definitely on the cards. Mate, you that used to be definitely. my profile picture on Facebook. Did Around it? Christmas time, I change it to uh, Macaulay Coughlin, and then I'll, I'll stick. Yeah. I'll stick a picture of the weird science the, kids. Sorry to take away from what you were saying, Tom. No, no, no it's you. absolutely fine. It's absolutely fine. Um, it's 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 all great content. Even have his license, Lisa. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, <laughs> Kyle. Um, no, I was going to say because this is a great question to ask any actor, but um, any film that's that's been made um, in the past, if, if you could go back and play one character in any film that already exists, what would it be? Oh, there's so many come to mind straight away. You've got to pick one. You've got to pick one. And what I'll do is I'll cut around this awkward silence while you think about it and make it look like you came up with it immediately. Or maybe I just leave what I said in for a laugh. Um, I would probably like to straight away i've gone to gangster movies because that is my genre i love gangster movies all the martin scorsese ones and other ones i'm trying to think of a fat bloke in goodfellas but i can't really think of one (laughs) (laughs) who i could get cast at um i don't know look that's tough i would just say um any any protagonist in any of 
Martin Scorsese's gangster films because yeah, I, think I, I would love to if I could go am I going back and being cast instead of one of them and getting to work alongside like De Niro and Pesci yeah, and all yeah, those yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's a hypothetical world in which you remain the same age you are now, except for you go back to I don't know, nineteen eighty three when they shot Goodfellas. Do you know what? In that case I'd like to go back and I'd like to um I'd like to play Michael, Co- uh, not Michael Collion, Vito Collion in Godfather Part One. I would like to play My because to see, wow. to see Al Pacino, like that was his, like him, you know, this that was made him, that made Al Pacino, and his performances all the way through those films are incredible. Even though that the third one is like twenty years later, they shot it twenty years later or thirty years later. Um, I would love to have been on that set with all those actors. Uh, there, there were some incredible, incredible actors there in their prime as well. Sure. So yeah, um, I would like to play that. Vito Corleone, part one. Not, not that you asked Carl um, or Kyle, but if if I had the opportunity. Oh, go on, Tom. So I'll, I'll line you up. Go on. Thanks, man. Would you like to play? I'd go back to, I think it was 1998, um, when George Clooney was Batman, and I'd just stop him from playing Batman for that one film, because it was f***ing <laughs> awful. Um, <laughs> that would be it. I'd, I'd take any part in the Wolf of Wall Street, just so I <laughs> yeah, can hang yeah. about on set. Oh yeah, actually, can I change mine? I, I want to be in that video as well. I'll, I'll be the fat one. In, I'll take yeah. any. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! We could, we do that. We do that. You picked yours. Go back to 1998. I Stay there one as a in joke. your boy band era. I want to be in the Wolf of Wall Street. To, I need to find out what year George Clooney was um, Batman. If it's 1998. I'll give you a pound. I don't think it is. Um, do you want to have a hazard a guess, Kyle? What year he played Batman? Yeah, I reckon it was. I'm going to say 1996. Ooh. Carl? I think, it, I think it was later than that. I think... Wait, who was the villain? Was it Arnie? Arnold Schwarzenegger was Mr. Freeze. All oh, right, okay. It's later than 1996. I'm going to say... I think it might have been around 2001. No. I'm going to say 1999, actually. You're both wrong, and I'm wrong. It was 1997. Oh, f- <laughs> If I, I was Ken Bruce, no. One year out, yo. One year out, Ken Bruce, Radio 2. So I know this isn't Popmaster with Ken Bruce on Radio 2, but do I get a one year out t-shirt? Because I did say... Yes, mate. Sex in the post. Send us Awkward to in hoodie, please. I'll write on it. One year out. One year out. You should do this every week. You should ask every guest every week to name a film. And if they're one year out, then just be like, oh, lucky. <laughs> so I'll tell you what the problem is, Kyle. The problem is every single time we have somebody on or every single time we run a little competition and somebody is lucky enough to win himself a T-shirt, <laughs> having to get Carl to help me sign into the joint account so that I can get the £3.80 out to post it. God, he does not want to spend a penny. <laughs> what, have we really got to post that? Yes, Carl. That I'm going red because it's so true. <laughs> it absolutely is. I'll just drop uh, it off to him. <laughs> What's your address, Lav? Got this bloody t shirt for you? Yeah, we'll be down tomorrow now. <laughs> BP on, right? Can't come in. COVID. Thank you so much uh, for being on the show, Kyle. Um, Pleasure. Kyle. Guys. Lovely. Absolutely um, stellar. Check out his podcast, Choose the. Listen now, just look for it on a Tuesday. Yeah, just type in Jim Williams and it'll come up somewhere. Type in Tuesday. We won't talk about any of the other words in that sentence, just in case Alan kicks off. (laughs) I'd love it. Listen, that that would give us weeks of content, a little little back and forth email with uh, (laughs) You ruined your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) By getting all our listeners, 
listen now. If you listen to this podcast, you make sure you go and tag Alan in on Twitter. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you know, boys, but uh... <laughs> you'll be back. You'll be back next week. Now, when we put him, he'll be there telling us that uh, we've pinched his favorite comedian's name. <laughs> Phenomenal. Oh, amazing. Thank you, Kyle. Good to meet you, Tom. Cheers, Amazing job. Thank you, dude. Stay well. Otherwise, take care. Thank you, Kyle. Um, always a pleasure to see him. He's off to stay in his house like everybody else because no one could go anywhere. Nobody can do anything. Um, he, was, <laughs> he, was, he was really good. He's got he's um, a top he's guy, got, isn't he? Top I don't know if it's, if it's his microphone or what, but he had one of the, the most <laughs> engaging voices I've ever heard. He could sort what was of funny say, is he started talking, Tom, and he went... <laughs> Yeah, well, so I, I couldn't work out if it was going to send me to sleep in a nice, relaxing, soothing way with lots of information and, you know. Um, or if he was going to sell was, you was, drugs. If he was going to sell me drugs or <laughs> he was trying to arouse me. And I'll be honest, it was a mixture of the three and I'd have probably bought heroin off him, taken it, had sex and then gone to sleep. I wouldn't have done any of those things. He was a very, oh. very engaging guest. Thanks for coming on the show, Kyle. Um, and uh, you should definitely check out his podcast, which isn't anything to do, do with Tuesday. Yeah. With Wednesday Tuesday or, or yeah, I think it was the Thursday, Thursday afternoon. Thursday lunch afternoon cup of sitting. tea. Yeah, yeah. probably. Uh, Carl, um, so that's that's pretty much it for us for March. But because um, we're because we're we're getting into this now, um, I say we're getting into it. We're into it from the start, but because we're a little bit more prepared now, um, what have we got coming up? What have we got coming up in April? Well, we had this idea, didn't we, of that we would hypothetically spend ten, fifteen grand on each other, but you only get five minutes to spend it. So okay. in the next caveats. In the next episode of the Awkward Turkey podcast, whatever number that is, but next Sunday, we'll be spending 15 grand each. Judging of money we don't have. <laughs> Do you know what the best part of it is? We don't you have got 15 grand. It. No. <laughs> no. The truth of it is, if I did have 15 grand, you know what I'd spend it on? A PlayStation Bloody Five. Click uh, end conversation. <laughs> All the way through that, all the way through that interview with Kyle, you were like, so Kyle, tell us what you've done. And he was like, well, you know, I'd yeah. have, uh, you should, you should have checked this out. And I'm thinking, I've got two internet windows open here and not one of them is his IMDB. Both yeah. of them are looking for PlayStation stock. It was funny because I'm going to do it to this camera. So you have to cut to this. But at some point you went, uh, where's, oh, do I look? So I'm looking at, yeah, 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 yeah Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. Stay out of stock. Excellent. <laughs> Dead, but, but lovely visual gag to finish uh, finish the episode on. Oh, We've done so well. <laughs> We've done so well. Even at the beginning, when what I was talking about was visual, I was like, now you have to describe what yeah. you can see. Well, there um, we are. Hey, mate, yeah. good luck taking all the swear words out of this week. Oh, between you and him, even I was like, oh, I, I should probably say <laughs> now. <laughs> I should probably get one of the, the boys. Fuckage. Lads, yeah. lads. No, he does. Um, I, he's uh, he's one of my favourite guests. Um, really, really lovely, lovely bloke. I'm definitely going to check out Outlander. I'm going to watch it. Um, For sure. If only yeah, to see. He's really he's, good. He's j- yeah. like, you know, he's just really good. I reckon. I reckon, he'd give, I reckon he'd give good hugs. Yeah, and sell great drugs. Hugs and drugs. Hugs and drugs. That's how we're going to finish this. That's got the title done. Hugs and drugs. <laughs> Mate, I'm on it. You're welcome, world. Brilliant. Brilliant. Um, taking the podcast in a new direction. Um, Carl, as always, it's been a pleasure. It's been weird doing it at night, but quite like doing it at night. I liked night. it, yeah. I'm going to have a beer now. Are you? 
Uh, no, can't. <laughs> Probably just play my PlayStation. Oh, wait. Can't do that, can't do that either. either. Drop the mic. Thank <laughs> you.